I know we have all been waiting for me to finally record an episode, but every time I want to get to it, my body has other plans. But without further ado, welcome to Don't Touch My Cat, the podcast where I now speak into this teeny little green microphone in order to avoid all of my problems. I didn't want to talk about this. But I figured it's the first episode, people don't really know me, so I might as well just talk about myself because who doesn't love that? And I wanted to share my cancer story because once I got diagnosed, I kind of just like put it out into the world, but then that was it. And I'm sure people have so many questions. So let's get into it. So I remember this so vividly. August 28th, I woke up with a lump under my jaw and I was like, what the heck is this? And like a couple days before, I had hung out with this guy that I had been seeing and they were sick. So I just assumed that I somehow like caught their cold and my lymph node had swelled because of that. So I didn't really think much of it and it didn't hurt. And my mom did not really care either. So I was like, okay, whatever. I'm going to still call my doctor just to see what they think I should do. So I called them and they didn't seem concerned either. They just said, if it's still there in two weeks, call us back. Two weeks later, it was still there. So I thought, okay, this is weird because it's not going away. But it's also not getting bigger, so like, what is happening? And then my doctor pretty much said that my body was probably like fighting a cold, and that's why the lymph node is swollen, but it's doing a good job at fighting it, which is why I don't feel sick. And then it was also like two and a half weeks after I had gotten my second dose of the vaccine, so I just thought that. That could also be like a side effect that I was having. My body was just reacting to this new vaccine that I had gotten. I was then scheduled for an in-person appointment because the ones I was having were just either phone calls or video call and they wanted to actually see what was going on. But that wasn't scheduled for maybe like three weeks after or later. So okay, I was just waiting and then I started to notice more flare-ups. And they were definitely a lot smaller, but they were still like throughout my neck. And I was like, what the heck is happening? Like, this is just weird. I thought I was getting like the mumps because my neck was just like flaring up, but I didn't know why. So I did as one does and I Googled it and I just Googled why are my lymph nodes swollen? What is happening? It doesn't hurt. I don't have any symptoms. What could it be? And of course, Google would give me the worst possible answer. And me being the hypochondriac that I am, I thought everything that they were telling me, I had. And because of that, I was freaking out more, so I needed to see a doctor ASAP. So I called the clinic, and I was like, can you guys squeeze me in some other day? Like, I need answers right now. She was like, well, there is an appointment available tomorrow at our off-site clinic. It was inside of a Target. And I was like, I'll take it without even thinking. I had a game the next day and I was like, screw the game. Like, I need answers right now. 
So I scheduled the appointment and then I texted my coach and I was like, listen up, there is something going on and I need answers and I'm going to miss the first game. Because I think we had, it was like a tournament, so we had multiple games that day. So I was going to miss the first one. And he was a, like kind of annoyed, but I was like, I don't care. I need to go to the doctor. So I go to this random clinic and then the doctor there was just like, I don't know what this could be because you have like this one like big flare up, but that's about it. I had no symptoms. I still felt fine. So she was like, I don't want to assume that it's something major and then it's just nothing. So I just had to wait until I saw my primary doctor a couple weeks later. And then I go in to see her, still nothing. She couldn't give me answers. And by this point, I had a whole bunch of lymph nodes around my neck. I had some in my armpit and in my groin area. And she just sent me to a specialist because she was like, girl, like, I don't know what to tell you. I just do physicals. So I go and see the oncologist and... She gives me the same answer. She says, you don't have any symptoms. You look fine. I don't know what it could be. I don't want to say it's lymphoma because that's what it seems like just because my lymph nodes were swollen. But I had no other symptoms of lymphoma. So she kind of thought, if it is going to be something, it might be that, but I'm not 100% sure. So then she sent me to get all these tests. I had to get blood work regularly. I got a PET scan, a CT scan, and everything just came back fairly normal. The thing that was iffy about my blood work was that my white blood cells were low, but the oncologist said that it's very common for African-American people to have low white blood cells, and apparently I've had a history of them, so it was never concerning up until now because I had like these flare-ups. And then the scans really just showed like what was happening or like where my lymph nodes were swollen, but not what it was. So I had to get a biopsy to just like officially confirm what it could be. And then on November 14th, I got the call from my oncologist and she said that I had acute T-cell lymphoblastic leukemia slash lymphoma. And this diagnosis could not have came at a worse time because three days before my grandma had just passed away and then a couple weeks before she had passed away I had just went through this horrible like breakup situation so I was just like grieving two different things and then I got this terrible diagnosis and I just like felt like the universe hated me because they were just throwing all these terrible things my way but we somehow persevered because your girl is trying her best here. I would not say thriving, but, you know, we're getting there. So after I got my diagnosis, I, like, obviously went into the office and I had to just, like, figure out what my treatment plan was going to be. And this was so crazy because this was right before my birthday, so I was like, I can't even have a fun birthday because I've just been told I have cancer and I don't even know what type of cancer this is. I have never heard about it before. And she said leukemia slash lymphoma, meaning that I had two forms of cancer in one. And I was just freaking out. 
So at my first appointment, she pretty much told me that I needed to decide right away if I wanted to freeze my eggs or not because that itself is a long process and I needed to start my cancer treatment as soon as possible so I really needed to figure that out immediately which I did end up doing because I don't know what my decision will be later down the road but I still wanted to be able to have the opportunity to have kids if that was something that I wanted to do in the future so I did that which was not fun I had to inject myself with multiple needles every night and then I had to get a vaginal ultrasound three times a week it was so bad and then the actual like surgery was fine but everything leading up to it was just not what I wanted to be doing like I'm 21 I don't want to freaking machine up my hoo-ha so after I got my eggs removed I think I got 20 eggs removed so I have 20 little freezer babies put away right now and how exciting is that <laughs> so after all of that I started my treatment and oh also when I was getting or doing the whole egg freezing process I had to get my blood drawn weekly to make sure that I was like stable I guess to continue doing that or if I needed to start the treatment immediately so my official treatment day was December 20th that was when I checked into the hospital and it was also the first day of winter break and I was in the hospital for 20 days which was the exact amount of time that my winter break was so I didn't even get to see that and I was in the hospital for Christmas and New Year's by myself because visitors weren't allowed because of COVID and it really sucked luckily though I got to get out early because I was supposed to be in the hospital for 30 days but I told my doctor that my mental health was just not doing it in the hospital and I needed to get home and just be in a place that I was familiar with with people that I knew or just like my mom I just like my mom and I but I just needed to be home because the hospital was not doing it for me but now I am in my second round of chemo the first round was in the hospital and then now I'm in the consolidation phase and it's not too bad. I'm starting like the second round of this round because there's like two parts to it. It's the same medicine. They're just like broken up into two different times. And with this treatment, the first medicine that I'm receiving, I have to go in every single day, which is kind of annoying. But it's also like getting me out the house because I'm not going to school. I'm doing it all online, so going to the clinic is like my only time that I'm leaving my house. And yeah, like the actual treatment itself, it doesn't hurt. It's just like if I'm getting like a IV like sailing bag. And yeah, I do get tired, like very tired some days depending on what the medication is. But that's like the worst of it. I would say these past like two weeks I've been a little nauseous and just like certain foods will I I will say I am a little more sensitive when it comes to food like I cannot talk about it because I'll just want to throw up 
like when it comes to deciding what I want to eat for the day, I cannot have that conversation because it'll just make me gag. I don't know why. It's just like not something I want to be dealing with. Or if my mom's cooking and she's using a lot of spices or like onions, any strong smell, I can't deal. But shout out to Zofran because she's really keeping all that nausea put away. I will say the worst part of all of this is seeing how much hair I lose every day because I will get to the point where I'll have to shave my head just because the chemo I'm receiving is super aggressive and that's one of the side effects. And it sucks because I just have come a long way with my hair and just finally appreciating it, appreciating it and like loving how it looks and just finally figuring out like a proper routine. And now it's just all going to fall and I don't know how I'm going to be mentally after that just because I don't want to be bald. Like This is not a decision that I am making because I want to. It's just happening and I have no control over it. But I'm trying to see the positives and I'm just trying to unleash my inner beauty and just hope that this bald head is not going to stop me. And I was kind of hoping that my eyebrows and my lashes weren't going to fall because as my hair was falling, like I still noticed my eyebrows and lashes were staying put. But this past week, my eyebrows are looking a little patchy. And I don't know how I feel about that because having a bald head is one thing, but having no brows or lashes, I, I don't know how I'm going to do it. But it is the springtime and I am very excited because I love this time of year and I'm so excited for it to be warmer now. And I really want to just like go out and go to the beach or go hiking and just like see the outside. But because of my white blood cells still being low and they're even more low now. Does that make sense? They're even lower now because of the chemo. I just have a higher chance of getting an infection and getting sick. And I've just been trying to avoid that this whole time because if I do get sick, it could be really bad and it could potentially stop me from receiving the treatment that I need. So the way like your white blood cells work is that they're the cells in your body that fight off infection. So if you have like a normal amount of white blood cells, like you shouldn't get sick very easily and your body just knows how to fight these like illnesses fairly well. And, like, your white blood cells should be between, like, a 4 and an 11. I don't know what this scale is, but that's just, like, what my chart shows. And last week when I got my blood drawn, my white blood cells were at a 0.4. Not even a full integer, just 0.4. So, if anyone just sneezed in my direction, I would probably end up in the ICU. Like, it is insane how low they could get. To be honest, I don't really know much about my diagnosis just because my doctor is not the best at explaining things, but she did say that this type of cancer is pretty aggressive and is kind of rare. It's more common in children, but it's still a rare form of cancer because I think it's like less than 200,000 people get diagnosed with it every year, here in America at least. Which was very scary to hear because one, I was being told that I had cancer and two, I was being told that it was a rare form of cancer, 
which you don't want to hear any of those things ever. So I, of course, I was panicking. I never told my mom that because that would just send her into a whole nother situation that she doesn't need to be in. But yeah, your girl is just exotic. (laughs) Although it is rare, I do have a pretty high chance of surviving this thing. I am already in remission, which is like amazing. I was already in remission after the first month of my treatment, which was expected, but it's still something to like look forward to because technically I don't have any cancer cells in me right now, but I still have my treatment plan. Oh, which I didn't say. My whole treatment timeline is about to be two years, two and a half maybe, depending how like everything works out. Two years. I'm going to be done with this when I'm about almost 25. Like, what am I supposed to be doing? I, this was supposed to be me having the time of my life. The first half of my 20s was ruined by COVID. Now the second half is going to be taken away by cancer. Like, what am I supposed to be doing here? At this time in my life, I wanted to be figuring out what the best hangover cure is. Not hoping that my hemoglobin doesn't fall under a 7 for the fourth time. Another thing I also had to do was radiation, and I just finished that this past Wednesday. And I had eight treatments of radiation, and that itself was crazy because I had to get this, like, mask custom made to my face. And then I was trapped with my head literally strapped to the table. For about 10 minutes, I couldn't move my head because it was just perfectly made to where I couldn't even, like, jiggle my face if I wanted to and then I was like put into this I don't know radiation machine and then I would just like hear these beeps or it would like vibrate and it was just so scary because my eyes were closed so I couldn't even see what was going on but then I would just like see these like lights flashing Ugh, not fun but I'm so glad it's over luckily the radiation itself wasn't super strong it was a very low dose so i shouldn't have any side effects like any of the burning or like the brain fog i did have a little bit of just like fatigue but that could also just be that me like not doing anything like i stay in bed most of the day so it could also just be from that but other than that i feel pretty good But with all that aside, this is so cringy for me to say because it's me talking about myself, but it has really shown me how strong of a person I am because there are so many things that could have brought me down, but I just somehow like overcame them by some grace of God. And I am just out here trying to live my best life as best as I can by surrounding myself with good people and just doing things that I actually enjoy especially now that I have so much free time and I'm at home all day I'm really trying to figure out a new hobby or just doing things that I wouldn't normally get the chance to do which is kind of exciting so if anybody wants to just come over and hang we could paint we can color make friendship bracelets record an episode literally anything you want to do just please come over because I am lonely Anyways, that is the first episode. Thank you guys for listening. I know it kind of sucked. It's fine. It's the first one. We're just going to improve from here. If you have any suggestions of what I should make an episode about or any questions you want to ask about literally anything or any questions you think you think I should answer, please send them in. I would be more than happy to just 
receive anything even if it's just a hey send it my way love you and i'll see you in the next episode bye